You are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Welcome to a special podcast series here at Echo Church. The last few weeks, we've heard from Pastor Andy Cass and Scott Scholl discuss a very real and shocking new reality for most of us. However, they've encouraged us to take advantage of this time and join together as an online community. Today, we'll hear more on the power of prayer and fasting and why it is so important to lean into God now more than ever. Please continue to gather with us each Sunday at 10 a.m. where we will be streaming our services on YouTube and Facebook. We're having some long-form conversations about some historical times. Mm -hmm. Unprecedented. And within these historical times, these uncharted territories, these waters, we're just going to try to help you navigate forward spiritually. You know, what do we do next? And (laughs) in all respect, I feel most of us feel underprepared to take next steps spiritually when the church experience that we know has been kind of taken from underneath us. I agree. And you've removed some of the, like, community is a huge part of my life. And community and faith is one of the single biggest reasons why we're here. And so when you kind of remove some of those things too, I think it makes it even harder to know what the next steps are. So we planted Echo Church about six months ago, and never in my wildest dreams that I think that a church that we we really marketed as being able to connect with people could no longer connect physically with one another. You used the word unprepared a second ago. I think the reality is, is that not only are we unprepared, there's nothing that has prepared anybody for the fact that your life is substantially different today than it was a week ago, than it was a month ago. And there's a decent chance a week from now we'll be saying the same thing. Yep. We say uh, routinely in our kind of physical, in present, like in person service, that community is such an important piece. And I don't think that changed because we can't do a lot of the things we did before, right? It, it just looks different. So let's take advantage of the resources and the things that are available to us that 20 years ago nobody had. Mm-hmm. let's still be connected. This is not a reason to, to isolate yourself or be on an island. Instead, it's a reason you have to be a little more proactive, but let's be connected. Let's be community. Let's be supportive. Let's be the church. Absolutely. You had mentioned at the end of a podcast that you'd like to talk about fasting. Yes. Because Echo Church, we have committed to fast over the next 40 days. And a lot of people just generally feel ill-prepared. Sure. And so uh, what I'm going to let you do with me today is just simply ask a few questions. Great. And uh, I've got my computer. I've got some of my notes here. I've got my Bible. And I'm going to try my best to answer maybe some very practical questions about fasting. To me, there's two famous places where fasting happens. Yep. One is in the book of Daniel, and it's a very deliberate choice that Daniel and some other people make. And the second one is Jesus in the wilderness. So to me, those fasts, if you've spent any time looking at either of those, look very different. Mm -hmm. But in both cases, it was giving up food. In one case, it was giving up all food. In one case, it was giving up parts of food. So 
why the difference maybe, or help us kind of see the, the, the differences between those two, two fasts. Yeah. Cause those are the two main scriptural fasts, right? That people would clean. Like it's to? the, yeah, it'd be the two most common. Okay. Common. That's what I'm going for. Most common, most heard of fasts. So let's talk about Jesus. Okay. He goes into the desert for 40 days. Yep. He's just gotten baptized. He comes up out of it, and then the next thing you know, he's heading into this time of testing. And he goes out to the wilderness, and there it's God and him. You know what I'm saying? His heavenly father, our heavenly father. And he doesn't really, in my mind, have the opportunity because of where he's positioned to eat. Okay. And even potentially drink. So I think it's kind of a unique fast. Sure. But towards the end of it, we begin to see some temptation that the enemy, Satan, the devil, whatever term you want to use, comes in and starts really having this conversation with Jesus. And I think it'd be wise to open up to that. Great. Let's do it. In Mark chapter 1, we can see in about verse 9 that Jesus is immersed in the Jordan by John. And immediately upon coming up out of the water, he saw heaven torn open and the spirit descending upon him like a dove. And then the voice came down from heaven, which is one of my favorite scriptures ever. It says, you are my son whom I love and I am well pleased with you. And then that next verse, it says, immediately the spirit drove him out into the wilderness and he was in the wilderness for 40 days and he was being tempted by the adversary. Mm-hmm. He was with wild animals, and angels took care of him. So that's Mark's reference. Mm-hmm. What do you have for Matthew? So following the baptism, it says, Martha, starting Matthew 4, verse 1, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. I feel like that's a massive biblical understatement. <laughs> the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, Tell these stones to become bread. And here's where, man, this is something that we talked about in, an, in another podcast, but Jesus responds back with scripture. Mm-hmm. And he says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And he continues kind of this temptation here. The temptations I find very interesting because it's hard for me to picture Jesus as being limiting or limited. But it emphasizes that he's hungry. And it also, these temptations weren't put out there because the devil thought for sure Jesus would say no. These temptations were put out there with the intention that maybe he'd say yes mm-hmm. after this 40-day time well, period. Well, Jesus is human. 100% human. And so there's a nature, if you start reading in some of those lines, the simple fact that says he's hungry yep. is an emphasis on human, his humanity. Absolutely. And so when Jesus takes later on, it's, it's interesting what the devil uses to tempt him mm-hmm. and kind of some of the things that we're, we're dealing with now. But he's, the devil's like, hey, look around you. I'll give all this to you, speaking to the kind of the vanity of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, it's, it's just, it's very interesting to, to see who the devil is in this context and how he takes advantage of Jesus' humanity by throwing these things at him that all of us would be tempted with. What is this three? He tempts him with three things, yep. right? What's the first one? First one's turn some stones to bread because you're hungry. Okay, let's, let's just pause there. Okay. In a fast, we're giving up food. Mm-hmm. 
which by the way, if you stop eating food, you begin to realize how much you rely on food. No question. (laughs) No question. You know, currently, as I've I've told people, I'm in a Daniel fast, Mm -hmm. which is, I think the primary effect on me is the elimination of sugar, you know. Well, sorry. In America, we don't eat much. Sugar, Let's be so honest. Skittles, Skittles, and an occasional Coke and dots and dots, yeah, <laughs> especially red ones. Or as we were talking about the other day, frozen Snickers. Oh, the ice, the ice cream bar. <laughs> this is the worst thing to, to to actually talk about right now. You're not kidding. While we're fasting, but you can understand how temptation can creep in. We're just illustrating that, right, Scott? Absolutely. And and the thing about it is. It's very, like, as we're talking practically about fasting, the minute you take one step towards this, like nine things are going to get in your way of fasting. Mm -hmm. It's very common if somebody, so let's just say you're going to fast breakfast and lunch one day. You will get invited to lunch with people at work. Oh, heck yeah. You know, today it's a little different because we're in a little bit of a different situation, but you will have, you know, you'll wake up and it'll be the day that your spouse makes your favorite breakfast. Mm. Like those things. Can, can I tell you a story? Oh, please. So my very first day on this Daniel fast, my wife texts me, stop at Harvest Bread and get some challah bread Oh, for Echo staff meeting. Because that's what Jesus was being tempted with was challah, obviously. Yeah. I Turn the like, stones. I challah. almost hollered at my wife. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I was like, dude, if like any if other bread. If you had challah, it's the greatest bread. It's any just, other bread. No big deal. But my temptation came on day one. Yeah. But food, why eliminate food? Okay. Because that's what keeps us alive. Okay. That's what sustains us. It's what we go to for the normal person three times a day. Or six or seven, depending on, yeah. Six or seven, it even makes my illustration better. Absolutely. Every time you go to food, we're called to go to God. And we're saying, no, God... We understand that not everything is physical. There are some spiritual realities. We know they exist, and we know you can sustain us. So what I love about fasting is this. It's a physical expression of a spiritual reality. Just think about it. What physical things do you do as a follower of Christ on the daily? It's a short list. Sure. I shouldn't ask rhetorical questions no, like that because it will make you think. But it's it. We don't do much. Okay. But one of the physical things that Jesus asks us to do is fast. It's physical, and there's something about putting our physicality under subjection to the spiritual. Okay. Now this reminds me of this one thing. Keep your thought in your head. Yep, there. you're good. Um, Jesus got ripped on hard by the religious community because his disciples did not fast. In fact, they drank and they ate. Mm-hmm. ate they celebrated. Drank. They celebrated. Absolutely. And Jesus said, hey, man, here's the deal. There's a time. The bridegroom time is coming. here. here yeah, you know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. Like, like, there's a time to fast. Well, guess what? We're in it right now. We're in the time to fast. If you are interested in being a part of the solution to recreate this online digital reality, email us at hey at we are the echo dot church. 
And we are looking for solutions and creating solutions for us to connect with one another and build each other in faith and even our emotional state. And I hope actually also our physical state, depending on how this all unfolds. Okay, so if we say the biblical model for fasting is to cut out food, Mm -hmm. you said you're in the middle of a Daniel fast. I'd love for you to explain that a little more. But I'd like to talk about, so if it's, it's a little, it's self-sacrificing. Yeah. It's reminding us where all of our substance actually comes from. What other goals do you have in general when you fast? And maybe even more specifically, what goals do you have right now during this time of 40 days of prayer and fasting? Oh, what are my, what are my goals with fasting? We need to really open up a few more scriptures beyond the reference we just made of Jesus. This whole fasting thing currently at this moment really became something of interest because of this second Chronicles seven verse 14 verse that I just kind of like kind of referenced on Sunday. I kind of, I mean, I mentioned it, but I kind of just glazed over it. And then it really, really sat in my soul heavy Sunday night and into Monday morning, realizing that we should go into a 40 day, 40 day time of fasting. Mm -hmm. And again, what level of fasting, it doesn't really matter. Well, and just to confirm from a purely logistic standpoint, we anticipate that zero people will fast for 40 days. Mm -hmm. I know it's 40 days of prayer and fasting, but it's finding this place of, you know, logistically for my wife, it's breakfast and lunch certain times. It's just don't, don't get too caught up in the 40 days. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there. Scott is the voice of reason. So (laughs) if that's true, verse 14 says, (laughs) I am the voice of reason. Verse 14 says, then it says this, then if my people who bear my name, will humble himself and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. That's what spurred me on to prayer and fasting. Because a lot of times in scripture, prayer and fasting correlate together. Mm-hmm. So that's just me mentally. That's kind of where I I went. Well, and let's talk about, so let's say I decide I'm going to give up lunch for a week. That's my fast for that week. What I try to do then is replace that eating time with time with God. Yes. And if by chance I don't do that, like I start getting busy doing something else, it's always that all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I don't do it right at lunchtime, but I get reminded throughout the day. So it's, it's one of those things that I find powerful is sometimes I do the fasting and I don't focus enough on the prayer, but my body reminds me, hey, you're lacking something right now. And then because of that, I, I, I'm reminded to pray. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for adding that as well. So Second Chronicles has really captured my attention in this time. Uh, there are some things that are happening with COVID-19 that are completely out of our hands. Absolutely. I and mean, we can isolate ourselves. We can stay away from people. We can measure ourselves to make sure we're six feet apart. We can do all that. Yep. But I think if everybody's being honest, we know it's out of our hands. No question. Number two. The one thing I see in this COVID-19 scenario is this. We are talking about something that is unseen. Mm. We can't see it. 
Now, some people obviously that are directly related are feeling it and they're seeing it. Maybe they've lost a loved one or they know of someone that has, you know, I want to put these things together and kind of like maybe connect the dots Mm -hmm. is this, is we're in a moment, if you want to fight the unseen, you're going to have to rely on the unseen. Mm. And scripture wise, can't really understand. I, I can't really tell you the why. I can't really tell you. I can tell you my opinion sure. about why. But there's something scripturally we see over and over when people fast and they pray, God listens and God acts. Amen. So I think this COVID-19 thing, my initial response to fasting and praying is going, no, I know that, man, I'm serious. And if God is like, if I want to, it's not like God can't hear. Sure. But there's just something about that sacrifice. There's something about that intensity of, of going, no, I'm going to give this up because I'm hungry for you. Absolutely. You know, like regardless of whether or not God does a miracle or not, these next 40 days of my life are going to be focused on him. That's good. At the end of the 40 days, I'm not going to ever look back and regret that I didn't have Cheesecake Factory. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not going to regret those things. I know that in the process, and you, you asked me about my goal. My goal is to say this, God, I set myself apart and I want to pursue you with, with everything I have, even if it means saying no to my comforts mm. and the things I lean on to get me through the day. When I was young, man, I didn't have to eat. I really didn't. I mean, it was like, like go, 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 energy, energy, excitement. And man, I just, it, you couldn't slow me down. Mm-hmm. But as I've aged, I've realized food is a necessity. Man, I get hangry. You and everybody else. Yep. I mean, I feel it. So, so it's hard to believe that, that you could actually sustain not eating for a long time and be fine. Absolutely. And I think when you do that, you begin to learn, no, 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 God is present and God truly can sustain you. Oh, by the way, God has created your body to be able to sustain itself. Now, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. Go see your doctor. Sure. Get a note. Talk to them about it. Uh, I'm not saying that's relevant, you know, maybe that's relevant for everybody, but for where I'm at, man, there's just a lot of trust. And that's the second thing. This is just a, if God's word says it, I'm going to do it. There's trust. Can I give a, I'm going to go with a practical example of what I think this idea of the next 40 days is, which is in our city, there is a massive response from the medical community that are running towards the issue. Mm -hmm. And what I kind of picture is, is if you and I and our friends and our church are basically trying to pursue God in all things for the next 40 days, it's the spiritual equivalent of those people running into the hospital to help you. Mm-hmm. Like we want to yes. see God, like we just as a practical way of seeing that, this is a way we can come together and pray and see God move. Amen. And God to do something super cool. So I just, from a practical standpoint, I think that's a good visual to think of. I love that. I love that. God is, God is calling us to fight the battle with yes. him. Yes. 
God is asking us to respond. And if I'm going to respond, I'm going to try to respond as best biblically as I can in moments that are a little bit more pressurized. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you have any questions regarding prayer and fasting, please feel free to email us at hey at weartheecho.church. We'd love to hear from you. For more on this topic, make sure you subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Again, we want you to remember that we are in this together and Echo Church is here for you. This episode was produced and mixed by Just Hit Publish Productions.